The award-winning California Sportsman is your source for the most current and accurate information on fishing California's lakes, streams, rivers, bays, and ocean. And we'll bring you the latest in hunting and outdoor opportunities, too. California Sportsman with Seb Hendrickson is brought to you by Fisherman's Warehouse Megastores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. And is sponsored in part by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon, your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Lawrence Electronics and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. And now to bring you the best in the outdoors, here's the host of California Sportsman, Seth Hendrickson. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome to California Sportsman. It's Saturday, December 3rd. It was raining on my way in this morning. Kind of a nice thing, unless you're planning on Christmas tree lighting or some big events today. Looks to me like you're going to have rain all day. That ought to do a few things to our fishing, to our duck hunting, to hunting in general. Our and, lake levels, and just, snow on the mountains. And maybe we'll be able to brush our teeth every morning from now on. It's just a great thing that's happening, and I think it will change the fishing all over our state as it continues to cool and more rain falls. These fish are going to be running out of water. Many streams are dry out there right now. Well, they're probably not as dry after that last storm. But it's coming. Let's hope it just maintains right through the International Sportsman's Expo in January. Well, we're going to kick it off in just a second with Captain James Smith. Rock cod, ling cod, crab action off the hook, out the gate. A couple of days they probably had a little bit of wind. We'll check it in with him. We've talked about that in the past. The main thing to do is not make a decision about the wind. Let your captains make decisions about the wind. They don't want to take you out for a crummy trip where you're talking to God on the big white phone. They want to take you out for an enjoyable trip so you'll come back the next time. They're not going to punish you out there on the water. Captain Rick Powers out of Bodega Bay is checking in with us. Captain Jay Lowe's chasing Delta Sturgeon. He'll have all the scoop for you. And then we're going to be heading up to uh, Bodega Bay. Marilyn and I are going to sneak away next week. She doesn't even know it yet. Rick Powers, that's your warning. I'll be heading your direction before you know it. And we've got Mike Ogney hooking up with us later on the show. Alan Fong joining us with a great swim bait, glide baits, and bass fish in the Delta and other places. Techniques that you'll want to use to become a better angler and catch bigger fish. We'll be checking in with Suhu Sport Fishing on Delta Stripers with Big Nates on Berryessa and other lakes that he fishes. And Randy Pringle joins us in our Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Let's waste no time. Let's go to Berkeley Marina to San Francisco Bay and climb on board the California Dawn 2 with Captain James Smith. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning, Chap. Tell us about it, boy. It sounds quiet where you are right now. Yeah, unfortunately, California Dawn 2 had some technical difficulties yesterday afternoon, so we canceled today's trip. Uh, I do fully plan on being back out in the water tomorrow, so getting live from my living room until uh, we get to daylight. I'm going to go back down to the boat and start working. But Break out another <laughs> hammer and a chainsaw. You'll fix it, I'm sure. Uh, you gotta break out a a, a couple uh, well boat definition of a boat break out another thousand so <laughs> well I'm sure you got the Caldon one racing out there today yeah yeah we got the Caldon one he's on the Sean Taylor's on the water today you know holding it down it's been absolutely lights out every day we've had limits of rock cod and link cod at the islands it's just been phenomenal fishing it's been really nice not having a commercial fleet on the on the water, even if it's with hoops. You know, we've been going through our gear just one time as opposed to last year. We had to go through it three times and, you know, pulling the pots and, and, or pulling the hoops and dropping them out and rebating them. I mean, it was a lot of work, and it still is a lot of work, but 
we've definitely cut the time down that it takes to uh, get limits of crab, which has been really nice. We got a bumper crop this year. There's a lot of crab in the system. And without, you know, much competition, it's, it's the spoils to the sport fishermen. So we've been, we've been hammering away. It's been, it's been really fantastic stuff every day. How's the grade of fish? How, how big are they? What are you getting into? The rock cod's been pretty decent. I mean, we laid off them for the most part all year. Salmon was wide open. Halibut was wide open. And the islands was virtually untouched. And so Jeez. much stuff. You've got ev- everything is just there for you right now, isn't it? We, yeah, I mean, as Bay Area fishermen, like as a whole, we're all spoiled. You have so many options. You can go to the, you can go to the rivers and fish steelhead this time of year. You can go to lakes, catch trout, kokanee, bass. You know, you name it. But I mean, out here in the ocean, we we got a great fishery. I mean, you got rock cod, you got wing cod, you got dungeness crab. We we're on halibut all season. The striped bass are in the bay now. Guys are getting limits of those. I mean, it's just a. Uh, we have a plethora of fish here, and, you know, people go all over the world to travel to catch fish, and we have some of the best fishing anywhere in just our own backyard. So, and, you know, and, and let's not leave bluefin out. We got two dogs. I was just, just going to say, you know, you're overlooking those warm water fingers that have created a wonderful fishery for us here. What are you hearing? How far out are guys having to go to get into them, or are they kind of swinging out around the gate? You know, uh, no, they, they've been up on top of Cordell Bank. Jeez, oh, um, they're not wasting any time, are they? No, and and you know, there's uh, there's been bluefin out there for years, and I guess you know nobody's really keyed in on them. But I mean, there's been uh, a lack of albacore, so there's been a lack of interest of guys even just going out. But I imagine this bluefin here; it's, it's been here for a while, and they've taken up residence here. I, I think this is going to be a yearly fishery. In fact. Next year, I invested in a uh, 360 sonar to start planning on doing some bluefin trips. So, well, you better start investing in a whole bunch of pin reels too, multi-speed, all that good stuff. A lot of heavier equipment. Is that something you normally carry on board when you're doing these runs, or are you going to have to really gear up and uh, load up on very expensive saltwater tackle to go out and target these fish? I mean, we're, we have them. I had a personal rod on the boat this year because we're up rock cod fishing. It just seems like every couple of days would be some bluefin pop up. So we wanted to be ready for them. And it seemed like anytime we weren't ready, like one day we had a, a school of bluefin pop up underneath the boat. We were rock cod fishing. We had a, a 113H uh, six aught senator get dumped. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> they cast him. Where's my real? My line's gone. And, um, he had, of course, had a big bluefin hooked up. No stopping him. But hey, next year we're going to be more prepared for it. I've heard stories. I get. I got a picture of a reel the other day from a guy that the whole pole inside of there is bent. It was pulling so hard on him. It got to the end and it almost yanked it out and bent it. And he got to the knot because the knot didn't break at all. So it. Uh, he really it's really testing some of the tackle that's out there. And I got to tell you, folks, if you got grandpa's rod, go buy a new one and put that one up on the wall because the state of the art that's out there now makes it a whole lot easier than you catching them on a piece of string like grandpa's rod. And repeat after me. What do I need, Tuna, when you show up to the to the you know pin booth? Just grab Steve Carson and and he's got. What them do all. I need? He sent me the list of the seven rods you need if you're going down the San Diego area, and he sent me five rods you need if you're going out here. So we're going to post all that up on the website for folks later on. They can see exactly what kind of tackle they'll need. But, you know, if you're on one of these boats, James, there's always a chance when the captain says, 
hey, you want to go five more miles out and see what we can do for tuna? Those things are going to start happening, aren't they? Well, I don't know if it's going to happen on a daily basis. We're going to be a little more structured. No, I'm talking um, about, like, it'll start happening with greater frequency in the years to come. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, you know, with with the tackle being the, the way it is now, you know, it, it's it's easier, you know. And, and a lot of guys here have done the conversion from here to Southern California. I mean, everybody that I know that fishes has fished some long range. And then – they have a gaggle of tackles. I mean, a lot of guys are geared up, ready to go for this stuff. They're just, they just want the green light to go. I just happen to have the platform to do it on. So, and a little bit of knowledge. So we're going to start doing it a little bit more this year. And, and a lot of guys are getting their first blue fins on their own private boats in NorCal. So I mean, there's a lot of excitement in the air over the fishery. It's, it's an oddball for us, but uh, gosh, you know, it's a lot of fun. And, and yes, those are a powerful, a powerful animal. A lot of people give up on, on pulling in one. You know, they, they beat you up. They're strong fish. Yeah, it's uh, going to be difficult for anybody to set a world record on board a party boat because they're going to be passing that rod around. Oh, I just had a one-liner go through my mind. <laughs> we won't even go there with that one. They'll be passing it around because it'll be a big, heavy fish on the end of that stick. I remember my albacore days, you know, 35, 40-pounder about killed me. I can only imagine what a 400-pound bluefin tuna would do. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we're seeing a, a cookie-cutter grade here. It's been a 100-pound fish. I haven't heard anything caught in the Bay Area here under 100 pounds, and most of the fish have been ranging 130 to 180, which is a pretty formidable fish. That You want to hook that on some heavy gear. Trust me. I, I've done it on light tackle. It is no fun. You've been <laughs> over well for hours, uh, and, you know, you, you, you're pretty much spent. You know, you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm done fishing. Let's go that, home. That's so, like the day senior tuna handed me, hey, try this spinning rod, Seth had about a 30-pound albacore on it, and I'm using a spinning rod thinking, how stupid was I to reach out for this thing? That was probably an hour fight to that fish. Well, I, only because Tuna did not want to bring it in himself. That's exactly it. Tuna was playing a game with me. He knew exactly what he was doing. He handed me the rod and disappeared. wasn't your rod. You should have <laughs> thrown it in. It was his. <laughs> Damn right. Oh, sorry, Steve. Got pulled out of my hand. Yeah, that's right. Well, James, there's lots going on in the California Dawn 1 and 2. With the rain and the cooler weather, I'm sure the action is going to just absolutely continue out there with the uh, temperatures and everything heading in the right direction. Is the excessive rain going to make any difference to what's going on underwater for your target species? Well, no, not really. I mean, think about it. Fish are already wet, so they don't care if it's raining. But um, the wind's the only thing that really affects us. It whips up the seas. It makes it uncomfortable. It's a long boat ride of the Farallons. I mean, you can't sugarcoat that. It's uh We've been fishing, you know, 27 miles from the gate, getting out to the islands, and, you know, hopefully in, in decent weather. We watch it like a hawk, and weather apps are just, they're really difficult to decipher. I have four on my phone, plus I use, you know, uh, NOAA, and we try and take all that information into account. Now, now you know, systems swirl. So, again, like I said, they're harder to decipher. So we have to kind of look through the line. Sometimes we just have to go out and take a look. But, um, you know, what we had last week, we would have thought we would have canceled this week. And we've actually had a couple of days of decent weather tomorrow. Today is no different. Today's weather kind of laid out, comes up in the evening, starts dropping again in the morning. So we're looking at that for tomorrow. And so we have to break it down. But that's your only concern this time of year. 
fishing, not a problem. You make it out to the grounds, you're going to get limits. You make it out to the crab grounds, you're going to get limits. So keep that in mind. You get on a boat, it makes it offshore, you're going to be good. It's just getting there and having the days to go do it. You know, that could be challenging whenever you get weather uh, forecasts. Like, again, tomorrow, these storms right now, you just got to watch it close. But we, we do that for you, so you don't have to worry about it. Exactly. James, give them all the hookup info they need. They got to get out there and share in this great action going on. Yeah, only a couple of weeks of the season left here for Crab Combo. Uh, the number here, 510-417-5557. Reach us on the web, com. Also on Facebook and Instagram. Come check us out. Last chance to get crab, and who knows when the commercial season will open up. But uh, I know a place where you can get fresh crab daily, so give us a call. So do I. I will. James Smith on the California Dawn, folks. Thanks for hooking up with us, James. We appreciate all the info, and thanks for sharing with our listeners. Take care, my friend. Thanks, guys. Captain James Smith aboard the California Dawn. I guarantee his head is on the pillow on the couch right now. Right now. And, you know, you can't really blame him. Oh, hell no. Are you kidding? Exhaust. These guys are going so hard. They're going hard, yeah. Every one of the guys out there is going so hard. Well, we're going to check in with Captain Rick Powers in just a second. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back from that, we're climbing on board the new Sea Angler in Bodega Bay. I hear there's more bluefin being caught up there. He'll tell you all about it right after this quick break. Y'all stick around. You're going to get hooked. Planning a fishing getaway, a private charter, a tour of San Francisco Bay, or Northern California's coast? The California Dawn Sport Fishing Boat is the answer. Second-generation charter boat operator Captain James Smith will get you in the fish or take you out for a day to remember. With over 20 years' experience fishing the bay and coastal waters, the professional crew of the California Dawn will put you in the action for halibut and stripers, shark and sturgeon, rock and lingcod, and, of course, crab combo trips, where anglers get their share of rod and reel action, then check the pots for crab to add to their catch. Specializing in live bait potluck fishing trips, the California Dawn is a fast 50-foot fiberglass glass boat powered by twin diesel engines with the latest in marine electronics sonar heated cabin fully electric galley for hot meals and restroom facilities they all make the california dawn one of the most comfortable fishing charters available the availability of fishing licenses bait and tackle on board make fishing easy and enjoyable to find out more about the ultimate fishing experience on board the california dawn or to book a trip give them a call at 510-417-5557 or check the web at www.californiadawn.com hi this is seth to tell you about my favorite car deal and the reason why I won't go anyplace else for a new or used vehicle or for service for that matter. It's the people. Well-trained, knowledgeable employees, top-notch service department professionals, and the best pricing on new and used vehicles. Where? Only at Ron Duprat Ford, just off I-80 and next door to our friends at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Don't get hung up in that big city shuffle. Head to Dixon and check out Ron Duprat Ford. You'll love that small-town atmosphere with no hassles and no closers. I know I sure do. Family owned and operated since 1956. It's one of the very few dealerships to receive the President's Award for excellence in customer service and sales. When it comes time for you to purchase a new vehicle or to solve a problem with one you've already got, go to the best. Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon, the number one Ford parts and service department in Northern California. It's where I go for all my needs, sales or service. Take the short drive from High 
high prices. Check first with Ron Duprat Ford and Dixon. Find out more at rondupratford.com or call toll-free at 877-463-5436. Why would you buy any place else? Kingfisher Boats has become the standard for sportsmen who value toughness, ride, comfort, and great fishability. And Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon is your heavy-gauge aluminum boat headquarters. Featuring the full line of Kingfisher Boats, the offshore, coastal, sport, or river jet series boats from 16 to 35 feet are designed for saltwater, freshwater lakes, or river fishing. And God Fishing Marine's trained sales staff will help you select exactly what you need when it comes to power and accessories. Kingfisher's clean lines, classy paint choices, stainless accents, diamond plating, stylish interiors and storage, all add up to the highest quality boat on the market today. Learn more at God Fishing Marine in Dixon, gfmarine.com, or kingfisherboats.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson. Well, Mr. Brown, looks to me like uh, crab season is going to be coming your way and my way next week if I do head over if, to Bodega. You know, if you go if you go see uh, Mr. Powers, it might uh, just be a benefit to Well, it, you know, he us. might be on hold right now listening to us talk, so I should be oh, careful. Oh, we shouldn't say anything bad no, about no, Rick. Don't, then, I'll we? be bringing him on the air here in a minute, so oh, don't say don't anything. Don't say anything bad about Rick? Okay. Uh, Okay. Don't say anything about crab yet either. Okay. It, okay. Yeah, you got it. Like maybe you know, gift me ten or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. But we won't tell him that. I'm going to bring him up. He right won't now, need so. to send a Christmas card if he sends crab. That's a. Fact. We'll let him off that hook. That's a fact, Jack. Good morning, Rick Powers on the New Sea Angler. How are you doing up in Bodega Bay? Good morning, Sap. I'm listening to every word. <laughs> oh no, we had you blocked. You couldn't have heard a thing we were saying. I had the had the dump button on you. Ho <laughs> ho ho ho. I'll be seeing you, Santa. There's no question about it. Well, Rick, the last thing we talked about yesterday was there's still bluefin tuna around, and I didn't ask any more. Tell our listeners what's going on in the Bodega Bay area right now. I had a friend catch two big bluefin tuna the day before uh, Thanksgiving. And we've got a pelagic bird trip, so we're going to be dragging a couple of lines tomorrow. You never can tell. Uh, My nephew caught one uh, on a pelagic bird trip. Actually, it was the first one caught out of Cordell Banks uh, this year. But uh, they've been holding steady out there. There's been bluefin caught right up until Thanksgiving, and uh, who knows, maybe we'll hook one on a bird watch trip tomorrow. You never can tell. Now, what are those birders going to say when you hook a fish? Well, let me tell you, when we hooked this one, uh, well, it's been probably a month and a half ago, when we got that sucker on, I, I just told everybody, please, everybody move back. This is probably the biggest fish we've ever hooked on this boat. And you guys are out here trying to find a rare bird, and and we're helping you do that, and we love it. But right here, this fish is a lifetime fish for us, so we got to get this thing. It was fun. And we got a nobody, rare. You had a rare bird on the other end of your string, that's for sure. Well, you know, it it, it was an amazing feat. Uh, my nephew went to the bow. We kind of kind of worked the boat up to the fish and he didn't have heavy gear and we had that sucker on the deck in 15 minutes so it was uh it was a feat but we used the boat to whoop him so it, it worked well obviously it does and i'm sure you heard james talking earlier that he thinks that these uh, fish might be hanging around and have been hanging around for a while and we're just getting out there sticking our nose into them you've been sticking your nose out there for years what's your opinion I, I believe James is right. Uh, you know, they've been here on and off over the years, but this year has been unreal. We got that first one. Guys started running out. I have numerous friends. I have one friend that has caught 
I think, 12 or 13 fish. And they're all big fish, like James said. They're, most of them are over 100. Uh, well, you talked to uh, Ken last weekend uh, from Bodega Tackle. Right. Him and his kid caught one over 200. You know, these are big fish. And, and they're, they were busting uh, schools anchovies a couple weeks back. I have videos. And just phenomenal. I mean, big fish, lots of them. And I do believe they're going to be here, you know, I don't know how long this year, but I think it's going to become a yearly thing. Well, Rick, I've been getting a lot of uh, photos and some stories from some of the other captains out there, and they're talking about uh, getting hooked up and just line being stripped off the reels and everything. Is it just incidental catches? Are these going guys going out there really unprepared for what <laughs> they're likely to experience? Or is that just the nature of the beast right now because it's such a new fishery to all of us on our West Coast? You know, most of the guys that are running offshore, especially this time of the year, I mean, we're getting, well, we're into de- December now, and, and they're still catching. The guys that go offshore in their own boats, they're rigged and ready to go. They got they got heavy gear, and uh, that's the way to do it. I mean, if, you, if you're unprepared and, and you got light tackle, forget it. Um, just like James said, you know, they hooked one rock cod fishing on a 6-0. And uh, probably in a matter of, uh, I would say, a minute or two, his line was gone. Yeah. You know, they're big fish. They pull hard. Uh, my nephew made me get, well, we didn't have anybody on the boat that really had much fishing experience. And uh, he, he was on the bow. The last couple of circles, he said, grab the rod, you know. So I did the last couple of circles, and then he stuck them with a gaff. And I got a couple other young guys that stick a couple gas in him and we walked him back to the gate and he was on the boat. But, um, you need heavy gear. You need to be prepared. Uh, they're big fish and they pull hard. Well, and something that doesn't pull quite so hard is also a real treat in the Bodega area right now. Crabs just seems to be going crazy and you've got a pretty good sized stock out there, don't you? It's been phenomenal, Seth. Uh, we've had limits of crabs, limits of rockfish every trip. Um, yesterday we were in by noon, with just under 20 limits of big crab and rockfish. Um, we also had lingcod up to 16 pounds. But uh, the, the, the size of the crabs the last 10 days, uh, I don't think I've ever caught them this big. You know, I, I would say uh, in the last 10 days, most of the crabs have been two pounds and some better. So, I mean, uh, they're big crabs. They're here in quantity. Now's the time to get them. So um, the weather's been... You know, we have this frontal activity, but like James said, uh, I'm thinking that it doesn't sound like these storms are really what uh, the media has pumped them up to be. That one storm that we had back a couple of days ago, Monday, we took off Monday, and actually it was quick moving. You know, we had some rain, which we need. We really need rain, but uh, it went through fast. We had excellent weather yesterday. We got good weather today. We're on our way up the hill here, and we're going to have a great day. We're going to hammer the crabs. We're going to catch some rock cod. And I'll bet you we're back in our way again. You know, I just want to share with all you listeners out there, one of the things that I used to pay a lot of attention to was the weather off the coast and the weather in the valley. Quite often, it's exactly the opposite of what's going on. So if you've got a strong wind blowing down the middle of the valley, it could be very calm off the coast. And if there's a strong wind blowing off the coast, it could be just the opposite of that inland, too. So don't you guys make the decisions. Let your captains make the decisions on whether you're going or not. It's your job to set a date and hope that it works out well for you. You know, Rick, the, one of the things that these they really have to pay attention to is the weather windows. 
but they don't need to pay as much attention as they do to it because you guys want them to have a great trip, don't you? Yeah, you know, a lot of people get confused. They'll, they'll get reports. They'll get offshore reports. Maybe they'll get the, uh, for example, the, the, the Bodega Bay buoy, 12 miles offshore. Well, we're fishing near a coastal, so we're not fishing far from the harbor. We got short runs. The crabs are close. The fish are close. We're not talking about 12 miles, you know, literally over an hour offshore. Uh, we're talking about near coastal. And exactly. Yeah, so so they misconstrue what they hear. Leave it up to the captain. Um, these guys are knowledgeable. Everybody that that, 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 that runs these boats, uh, they're very, very reputable. They follow the, the weather close as <laughs> I mean, we got three or four different sites that we check every evening. Yeah, and, well, you and guys, we know what's coming. and you guys also know how to interpret what you see. I mean, it's kind of, listening to the weather reports is like looking at a locator. If you don't understand what's really going down, it's not going to help you at all, folks. Let the captain decide. He knows. He wants you to have a great trip on the water. There's no question about that. He does not want to take you out and torture you and laugh at you as you throw up over the side of the boat. He wants you to book another trip and come back again in the near future. So, folks, you've got a great opportunity to get out before the end of the year for Rock, Ling, and Crab. Now, Rock and Ling is going to close at the end of the season, at the end of the year here, but Crab will still be going on. And Rick, are you going to be doing the shift over, catching some of the smaller fish at, the t- at that time too? You know, at the end of the year, you know, usually we start doing maintenance, but we may run some crab-only trips. We'll see what happens. The crabbing's been absolutely phenomenal. It has been off the hook, like you said earlier. It doesn't get any better, and they're big crabs, so we may run a few crab-only trips after uh, New Year's rolls around. But right now, this combination, rock rock cod and crab, and catching, you know, a few ling cod also, you just can't beat it. This yeah, is like uh, Christmas trips. These are Christmas trips. Everybody's going out, loading up with white meat, so they got plenty of food for the holidays. It, my family did it for years, and I'm sure many of them are out there doing it right now. Sep, are you coming up this next week? If you don't, Marilyn's gonna. She's not going to be happy. You're right about that, and I will be coming out. I just I'm debating whether I'm coming out in the RV because I know it's we're going to get a couple of days of sprinkles or rains out there. Or just drive out, be sociable, have a nice lunch, and then steal some of your crab. Time to steam up some crabs, have a little clam chowder, and have some fun. I hope you do. I'll give you a call, my friend. Thank you much. I appreciate it, and thanks for sharing with our listeners once again today. We appreciate you on California Sportsman. Steph, you guys have a great day. Kent, have a good one. Count on it, Captain. Have a great day. I hope it's really productive for you. Wow, great times out there. Yeah. You know, Mr. Lopes is the guy on hold right now, right hook sport fishing. The, the Sturgeon kid. Remember the this guy we used right. to promote for yeah. the International Sports We don't have to promote him anymore. This young kid that's going to tell you all about sturgeon fishing. Now he's old. Let's go to the old man. With a big boat. Yeah, with a big new boat that he's working on right now. Let's hook up with the guy himself. He's sturgeon fishing the Delta today. Captain Jay Lopes with Right Hook Sport Fishing joins us now. Good morning, Captain. Good morning. I wish I was sturgeon fishing the Delta, but I was afraid I was going to melt. Yeah, so yeah you're afraid. They were sitting in the duck line. I, <laughs> I don't blame you a bit. Well, how's it stacking up yeah. out there? How's it looking for you? You got, what, another 30 minutes before shooting time? About 10, but we got a big flight of ducks that flew over, so there's there's signs for hope. So well, I think I get some. I hear some pigeons, but everything. Well, you know what that means. You're going to have to give us a call back during the show before the end of the show to let us know what your count and everything was. Jay, yeah. I, Marilyn says you're working on your boat. 
Yes, we are working on the boat. Or I should say I'm having guys work on my boat. Well, let's tell them uh, about your boat before we go any further. He's got a new toy coming your way, folks. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll, just a little bit about it. It's a, it's an older boat. Um, this boat came off of Lake Tahoe. It's a 1990. It's a, a island hopper. They're made in Florida. It, the platform on this boat is something to be uh, – it's going to be hard to be uh, the hard to beat. The boat's 30 foot long, 12 and a half foot wide. Um, so fishing six guys, we're going to have more than enough room. There's no more saying, excuse me, get out of my way. It's uh, We have uh, plenty of room for everyone. Um, and um, it also has a small COI for 10 people. So we're, we're still going to be running our six-pack trips, but if a group wants to bring seven guys or if they want to bring 10 guys, we could accommodate you. Excellent. So we just, yeah, we just decided to, to upgrade a little bit. I've had my, my Parker for 18 years boats treated me well it's still in good shape but it was time to upgrade and my good buddy james smith been bugging me about getting a bigger boat because just because he says jay you're getting getting too big for your little boat <laughs> <laughs> he keeps on talking to me about that so uh so yeah we decided to, to upgrade and we did that so it's a little work in progress we'll be up and running february 1st um having the boat completely redone and it's turning out really really sweet new electronics uh, a little bit of everything. So we're really excited about that move. I'm sure you're going to have all the latest and greatest electronics on board, as well as every little thing that makes your fishing easier for your clients. Oh, 100%. I mean, the electronics alone is going to be a game changer for us. And, uh, yeah, we're just looking forward just to a new adventure, same business, everything's staying the same. We're still a six-pack. Have you, found, like, a, you, have you found a gourmet chef yet? No, we got a, a, a George Foreman. That's our gourmet chef. <laughs> well, I hear he's a hell of a griller. That's for sure. Well, tell us what's going on in the river as far as the Delta Sturgeon go right now. Well, the fishing's been holding pretty solid all week. Um, yesterday we made it out. Uh, we had four slot fish, probably threw back another three or four undersized. Um, it had a decent amount of action. The water temp's dropping. The fish are starting to spread out. Um, we were fishing lower down the system where we should be this time of year. And uh, it paid off for us. Um, if I was going to give anyone some advice um, going out in the next, you know, few days, is there's a big group of fish up in Pittsburgh. They're fun to look at on the fish finder. They don't always bite uh, when they're grouped up like that. If you get down a little lower in the system, a little shallower water, there's less fish, but those are seem to be the biters the last, uh, the last week. And it's going to get more into that pattern as we get into winter. So that's what we, that's the area we like to fish. Um, but there, it is still great fishing. Everyone's having great days out there. If only thing that's going to change is if we get a, a a big cold snap, like for multiple multiple days, that'll drop the water temp and it'll just get them off the bite a little bit. But the water temp's holding kind of steady, and uh, there's a single speck looking at us. Um, everything's going to hold steady, and the fishing should be great. And uh, we're going to continue to fish up until Christmas. And uh, this are some of our favorite times of year right now. Well, I know what there's a speck looking at us, and you guys probably like to get your heads down with just a few minutes left. So I'm going to let you head out of there, Jay, but before you go, give them all the info they need for a Delta Sturgeon trip with their buddies. And you know what, folks? This big new boat offering the bigger platform there, this is a great corporate opportunity where if you've got a group of people or a team you want to take someplace and work with them all day long, go out and have some fun. You do hear his partner calling, right? Yes, I do. All right, hurry up. So let's get him back down with his face down. Shoot him up, and please give us a shout back later on. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Captain Jay Loeb, sturgeon fishing out there and duck hunting at the right same time. Sportfishing.com. I'll be pretty okay. easy place. Yeah, I'll be uh, pretty easy to remember that one if I ever remember it. Yeah. You know, right hook sport fishing, we talked about him being one of our uh, 
seminar speakers originally at the ISC. Yeah. He was about, what, 22, maybe? Yeah, well, you, you got to be careful using that term originally, Seb. But, uh, yeah. but, but a ways back. Way back when. He, yeah. he started off, and we called him the Sturgeon Kid. And uh, it just developed beyond that. He is a Sturgeon warrior. This guy knows how to get into him, knows how to work it all, and knows how to take care of the customers. And I think this big new boat and this corporate idea that he's got – going to work out if any of you have the opportunity give them a shout and uh book a trip on that it starts in february and i don't think you'll be you know, so many corporations are into the whole team building and exactly. getting people out and getting them you know away from the office but together but and, together so they yeah. have to communicate it's it's a yeah. great building thing to, to put the company together and make it even tighter and at the same time get them out there and get into some of the great action that's going on out there. Bass guys got to be really getting into stuff right now too. You know, we're in a, we're in a really weird spot right now. No, no, there's nothing no going on. Every, well, there's a few and, and uh, you know, Phil's props up in, up in Reading is running a, a little winter circuit, um, drawing about 110 boats at Lake Shasta because guys are just looking for stuff to do. But uh, we're definitely getting ready. And uh, a lot of guys getting new boats ready and, and, uh, and you know, marking their calendars and figuring out where they're going to be next season. By the way, I heard you talking to uh, your buddy this morning. To Larry Nixon? Yes. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty uh, pretty involved guy. In bass the, Fishing and Hall of Famer. back into the Bassmasters Tournament Series. Yeah, he's going to be back with the Bassmaster Elite Series. He's been with Major League Fishing the past few years and fishing the uh, uh, Invitationals and the Tour, but uh, he's coming back to the Bassmaster Elite Series on the Legends uh, exemption. So, I mean, it, if you're a bass fisherman, you know who Larry Nixon is. So catch the archive of the ultimate bass radio show. It's always fun to, you know, hang out with, uh, guys that are truly, truly legends. Now I want to thank Jay Lopes for checking in with us with the Delta Sturgeon report live in the blind. I bet they've already dropped a widgeon by now. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for RVs and destinations. And then Alan Fong joins us live. We're going to be talking a lot about striper fishing in the Delta, including some swim baits, glide baits, and techniques, and a whole lot more right after this quick break. Northern California's newest tackle shop, Bodega Tackle, is located in Penaluma, right on the way to Bodega Bay. Bodega Tackle, a one-stop shop, features high-quality live and frozen tray baits, plus a full selection of tackle for bay and ocean fishing, as well as tackle for freshwater species. Owner Ken Brown and his experienced staff are on hand and ready to help anglers get rigged up. Need fresh line? Bring in reels for a new line at the Berkeley Line Winding Station. Check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and at bodegatackle.com. Bodega Tackle, open seven days a week. Stop by and you'll catch more fish. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorenz Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lowrance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Brad's, sight, sit, 
scent, and vibrations. That's what makes Brad's Super Baits and Cut Plugs killers for salmon, trout, and kokanee. And here's a tip. If you haven't tried the kokanee and mini cut plugs for midday salmon, large trout, or landlocked kings, you're absolutely missing out on the action. Brad's Killer Fish is the truest running J-plug on the market. Just ask the NorCal guides. It's quickly becoming the go-to plug for solid hookups. Check Brad's out at your favorite tackle retailer or at Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. California's largest sportsman's expo is back January 19th at Cal Expo. Buy the latest gear. Learn from hundreds of experts in fishing, hunting, and outdoor recreation. See Toyota's powerful Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure nearby or around the world. Your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th through 22nd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. It's time for RVing and Destination, sponsored by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Since 1970, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has cared for their customers with warm, personal attention and high standards of product and service excellence. They offer customers great value in pricing on industry leaders such as Jayco, Winnebago, Newmar, and many more. You'll be amazed by the selection of new and used RVs, toy haulers, fifth wheels, trailers, and motorhomes, and the huge inventory to choose from. Recipient of the West Coast Dealer of the Year and multiple Best of awards, Manteca Trailer and Motorhome has become one of Northern California's highest volume RV dealers. And now, here's Sepp with another great reason to be outdoors and RVing. Hey, good morning. I'd like to share several things that you need to know about an RV with you today. Like, before you head out. There's something that's so important, you need to do it. Now, I'm just going to gloss over about 10 different items right now. But I want you to think about them as I'm talking about them. And what have you done with your existing RV or your trailer, your motorhome, your Class A, whatever you have? When's the last time you checked these things? Because every new owner, and boy, do we know there's a lot of new owners of RVs out there right now. They need to make sure that they're doing all these things before they head out too. Here's number one. Make sure you've got all the necessary accessories, the hoses, the connectors, the sewer lines, the extension cords, everything you'll need to hook up. And they go over that with you at the dealerships and you know what to buy because it's usually a package sitting there for you, ready to go when you purchase a new one or you can replace some of the stuff you have that might not be working well. Like a sewer line with a leak in the side of it isn't real pleasant. But there's a lot more to that. What you need to do is set up your RV at home before you go anywhere. Level it. Do everything you're supposed to do. Chalk the tires. Make sure it's perfectly level because level is important for your sleeping comfort as well as the proper operation of your refrigerator and some of the appliances on board. The next thing you want to do is after you've got it all set up and leveled at home on your driveway or backyard or wherever, turn on the propane. Make sure it all works. Make sure the burners work. Make sure there's no leaks if you start smelling propane around. Check around the propane bottles, wherever they may be located in your rig, and certainly check out around the stove. And then turn it off when you're through testing. Make sure your gray and black tank valves, that's your bath and kitchen water runoff or your toilet runoff. You want to make sure those are nice and closed when you're at home so nothing comes out and surprises you on the driveway. 
So make sure they're all closed whenever you travel or whenever you get to a site. The only time you really need to open them is when you're dumping your tanks and close them again. And by the way, it's not a good idea to just open them up and leave them open your whole stay, no matter where you're staying. It's best to get fluid in there so that it all flushes through nice and simple. Well, that takes care of the gray and black tanks. Now it's time you check all your lights and equipment. All the DC lights inside your unit. Everything that's battery or 12-volt powered. Check all those out. Make sure they all function and work. And then be plugged into your AC at home with your alternating current. To plugged into 120 and test everything that is 110 inside there. The microwave, the air conditioner, the heating system. All of those things add up. Make sure you check every light, fans, check it all. It's a good idea to find those things while you're still under warranty so you can take them back and get them replaced real quick. Well, make sure your slide-outs are working. That's usually powered also. So you want to test every single item you have there. Ceiling fan, air conditioning, heating system, slide-outs, outside lights, inside lights, all of that good stuff. Then turn on the heat and turn on your air conditioning. First, make sure the heat works and the heat builds up. That means the propane's working. It's igniting properly. Everything's functioning right and warm air is coming into the unit. Perfect. That's the way you want it. But you also want to make sure the same thing works with your air conditioning. So turn on air conditioning if you have that after you turn off the heater. And make sure that the air conditioning is functioning well, too. And remember, these aren't big, super home air conditioning systems. They're designed for the small area you have there. It'll take a little bit to cool everything down. And then open up and close your awning. How'd you like to get it open and it never close again? Think about driving down the road with that situation on your hands. Test everything. Turn on the hot and the cold and the air conditioning. Test all of that. Test the set temperatures. But test everything. Fans, TV set everything you have on board and then you can go back and check your water tank to make sure that the water when you're on 12 volt power is being pumped back to the showers the toilets to the kitchen faucets make sure all that works and then plug in your 110 and test it all again to make sure natural pressure of the hose is coming through make sure that everything is functioning properly before you head out on your first trip you know one of the things that a lot of people forget about quite often with new RVs is tire inflation. God only knows how many pounds you got in them now. Check and make sure that they're up to speed and that you've got good looking tires on there with good wear on it. Now, another thing you might want to check are all of the seals around storage compartments, around your windows, around your doors so that there's no water leakage or cold air coming in for during the uh, colder weather you don't need that creeping in you need your heating system working well so check all your seals and make sure everything works right and never plug in to any rv park or campground without a surge protector there's a lot of valuable equipment inside your vehicle a lot of things can be impacted by big surges of power or not enough power or too much power entering your vehicle and can damage your merchandise I'll tell you what, folks, you need to sleep in it. Set it up, sleep in it, enjoy it, cook it, use it, do everything in it that you would when you're camping, close it down, and the next time you head out on a trip, you're going to know you're ready for anything that comes. 
Stop by Manteca Trailer and Motorhome on Highway 120. Check the full inventory of new and used RVs, trailers, motorhomes, and a huge retail store and showroom with parts and accessories. The state-of-the-art service facility is one of the largest in the western states, featuring 30 bays to get you up to speed and back on your way RVing. Review the entire inventory at the MantecaTrailer.com website with photos and pricing, or better yet, stop by and take a look. Low prices, huge selection, great service. There's no need to look any further. Manteca Trailer and Motorhome, catering to sportsmen around the West. We're not the biggest, we're the nicest. The Bob Davis people at Manteca Trailer and Motorhome. Manteca! Fishing is fine, but hooking is the only way. Well, that can only mean one thing. The man himself, Mr. Alan Fong, joins us live. Good morning, Alan. Morning. How you guys doing? Eh, we're doing just about fine. Just get a little up, you know, a little tired, a little achy, just like you. <laughs> yep, getting old. That's what happens. That cold weather just lets you know that it's too cold outside, isn't it? Yeah, you know, this last week I was out a few times and I've never experienced my hands being so cold. <laughs> I had the bar. <laughs> well, I both, didn't get no- I'm sure you're using Denise's gloves, so you probably look real attractive out there in those. No, she's got these, not you know, those hand warmers you know everybody use where you tear it and shake it up. Yep. Hers are high. They're little plastic containers. You stick them in your glove, and, man, they do the job. Well, <laughs> apparently you'll be carrying pockets full of those with you from now on. Apparently he has that on his Christmas list now. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> hey, I watched, yeah. watched your videos this week, and uh, exactly what we talked about last week is uh, fishing that trap for the uh, big lingcod, and you showed it real clear to everybody so they can tell exactly what that technique is and how it works. It's just catching that right along, isn't it? Yeah, it's um, very deadly this time of the year. I used to go out there with my dad and his partner all the time. And um, I haven't been out there in probably 15 years. And decided, you know, because my dad left us the whaler, you know, he passed away a year ago. And we actually upgraded and got a bigger one again. And then I went out there and, you know, we got our crab in about an hour and a half. And then I headed up north. And when I got there, I started looking around and I started remembering the cliff and wash rocks I went on in because this time of the year those lingcods you know they come in really shallow yeah they're aggressive so and they're in spawning mode yeah they're eating because they want to get ready to spawn so they're eating really heavily and um, I went inside in about 30 foot of water I grafted a lot of you know um, blues and blacks and they're up high on the water column, and I could see them with my electronics over these pyramids, these, you know, rock piles. That Structure. Probably like, yeah, they're 25 feet tall. Some of them are right on the surface. And um, you, I used a spoon, and I set the hook on a little fish and then just hold it there, and you would feel it just get really heavy. And, you know, if you set the hook, you're going to miss them again. I mean, they let it go. So you reel in real slow, and and Tom, one of the guys that was with me, he had a swim bait rod, and I think it was a little bit too stiff, and he was they were getting halfway up and letting go, where my rod was more parabolical bending, and you know I landed all the fish. It was just crazy, and you know you're gonna get them, you know around here in our area, you know a big lingcod is probably 25 pounds to 35. That's a monster one. Not like going to Alaska or anything, you know, where you're going to get these monster ones. But around here, that's a big fish. 
Absolutely, it's a big fish. Well, you know, Alan, one of the things I wanted to talk about today was uh, your fishing stripers out in the Delta. The cold weather, the rains that we've got, what's that going to do to striper fishing in the Delta? And it's going to bring them in. Um, I was out this last week on Monday, and I was up north, up by Snodgrass, and there was four sea lions in there. Four of them. Well, that's plenty it. enough to disrupt the fishing, yeah. that's for sure. Well, they're not scared of you. That's the bad part. You know, they come right next to the boat. They don't care. You know, and so basically, you know, that seeing them is not a plus, but it also you have to understand those things are better than a fish finder. They're on the fish, right? And it's not real easy for them to catch them. You know, you you know they can't. They get them once in a while, but I see them more chewing on catfish, something that glued to the bottom that they could go down there and just pick up. But the striver's a little bit more difficult, and they were in a sudden area, and I just went to the other end of that break and use my electronics my live i'm getting pretty good with that thing and i and denise is looking over my shoulder she looks down there i said come on cast out and you know we both cast out and it just hits after hits after hits that's crazy and i was throwing an a-rig and i'm actually doing a seminar just coming thursday you know at the warehouse on thursday on how to rig them because they have to be done correctly so, but we had an awesome day. But then I went back Wednesday, never got bit. Well, that's strange, <laughs> but that seems to be Kent and my technique lately. Did, did they just leave? <laughs> did, did they just follow bait fish somewhere? You know what? There's Kent. This time of year, it's usually packed with bait fish in there. Yeah. And there yet. I don't know what's going on. They keep opening the locks, and I think it's diverting a lot of them, but there's not a lot of bait fish in there. There are just small pockets here and there. And as soon as I got in there and didn't see a sea lion on Wednesday, I go, oh, shit. You know, something, something. They they might have left. And sure, they they left. So, you know, I always bring my light stuff for crappie and perch and my bass stuff. And ended up catching bass up to like four and a half, five pounds uh, on rip baits. And it's really funny because I was the only one catching the bass. I probably caught 10. And... Two people, Warren and uh, Jennifer, behind me, they ain't any. But I could use that live and position that boat where I'm in the strike zone the whole way when I'm throwing that bait out. And, you know, we're out in the middle of nowhere just on the edge of the weeds. They're casting to the bank, so they're lures in the strike zone maybe 2% of the time where I'm in there 100%, and I caught all that. Yeah, you really have the opportunity to, as you pull in, to understand what's in front of you, where the guys that are looking straight down aren't aren't having that view. No, you're not. And I found a way to utilize my live where I don't have to lift it up and down to change from down to forward. I got it at a point where I could see down and forward, but only 60 feet out, which is plenty far for me. Sure. And I could see my A-rig come back. I'm out there following the perch and crappie around. I mean, it's, you you cannot know, not know how to do this because if you have it set up properly, I just scan it with my motor. Everybody gets over there. We're yanking them in like crazy and nothing, and I just start scan, turning my motor. I go, oh, there they are, 50 feet over there. So we go over there and just yank them out left and right. It's crazy. Well, and they got some new stuff, and I can't wait to change mine. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. You know, everybody's starting to master what we've got for us now to use, and now they're going to upgrade from that point. It's even going to be 
even more distinctive, I think, as to what you're seeing and what you're Active targeting. Active target with. HD. HD, just what we need. Well, Alan, yeah. we were going to talk about some swim baits and glide baits today, but I think you're coming in next week. We'll kick that off till next week, and we'll talk about those techniques. Yeah, you know, this new technology that Rant came out, I finally was reading about the specs on that thing, and I think it's going to work the same as what you guys got right now, but the image is going to be a lot clearer. A lot clearer. So I can't wait to get that stuff in there. Yeah, I, I bet you can't wait to spend a few more thousand dollars on electronics for that <laughs> boat of yours. Alan Fong from Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stories. Alan's doing a seminar Thursday night at Fisherman's Warehouse right there in Sacramento. And it's all about techniques to make you a better angler. And you can pick his brain over lots of different subjects while you got him there, too. So stop in there Thursday night and learn from one of the top pros in the West. Alan, thanks for hooking up with us. We will talk swim baits and glide baits next week. I appreciate it, my friend. Talk to you later. You got it. Take care, my friend. All right, what do we got? Quick break right now. We come back. Mr. Mike Ogney joins us right after this. Captain Jay Lopes of Right Hook Sport Fishing invites you to climb aboard his 26-foot Parker, the Right Hook, berthed at Martinez for an enjoyable day or night of fishing on the productive sturgeon and striper waters of Sassoon Bay and the Delta. One of the fastest six-pack boats around, the Right Hook has a fully enclosed heated cabin that easily accommodates up to six anglers, fully rigged with all the marine electronics and high-quality fishing gear you'll need. Right Hook Sport Fishing keeps their clients in the action, moving seasonally from the ocean to the bays. Halibut, stripers, sturgeon, rockfish, salmon, or albacore. Whatever the quarry, wherever it hides, Captain J. Lopes will get you there and back in comfort and safety. Give him a call at 916-417-5670 and book a trip now. Or check him out on the web at righthooksportfishing.com. Since 1952, Scotty has been recognized for product excellence, and their entire line of downriggers and accessories is unmatched in performance and dependability. With full-size and compact models available for both freshwater and saltwater, Scotty has downrigger for every on-the-water need. Scotty Downriggers, isn't it time you joined the Scotty team? No one makes a more reliable, powerful, and efficient lineup of outboard motors than Mercury Marine. Backed by decades of innovation and leadership, Mercury outboards from 2.5 to 400 horsepower are built to go the distance. Mercury outboards are the ultimate combination of smooth and quiet operation, refined power, and effortless control. Check out the full line at Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. Their trained sales staff will help you select the right boat and the right Mercury outboard for power. It all adds up to the most popular engines on the market today. Mercury Marine and Gone Fishing. Marine for boaters who settle for nothing but the best. Go boldly with Mercury. Brands is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology. They're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new Live Series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lowrance Chirp with side-scan and down-scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish-holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high-performance features at competitive pricing clearer views less clutter more targets incredible shallow and deep water performance Lawrence has it all check out the new hds live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at lawrence.com lawrence is the perfect locator for you now, now here's usafishing.com's mike ogney with our saltwater bay and coastal report good morning mr ogney 
Hey, good morning, guys. How are you? Hey, we're doing fine. Several guys that I've talked to so far this morning are saying things like, well, we don't know when the commercial guys are going to be getting out onto the water for crab. What do you know? Anything? Well, okay. What, what I know is that they did a crab uh, a, a whale survey flight here a couple weeks ago, and it was postponed till at least December 16th would be like the early possible opener. Now, my understanding is there will, there will be a, another survey flight uh, probably of like Tuesday of, of next week. And if they don't find whales, we could open up um, eh, maybe by Christmas on the commercial side. But if they, if they see whales and, uh, and you know, it, it, I guess I could go and look at the whale watching reports down in Monterey and figure out if there's still some hanging around down there. Um but my feeling is, is it's going to be like Christmas, New Year's, the commercial fleet will finally get going. There's a huge biomass of crabs out there, and um, us sport fishermen are more than happy to be picking away at them here until they open up. Because once they do open up, that biomass gets reduced very quickly. Generally, after seven or, seven or eight poles, they have caught well over 50% of the available uh legal size crabs. Well, so it's it, based it on the they, very quickly. They don't drop a couple of pots in the water. They uh kind of thicken the floor with how it many? Has, like 160,000 of them? 100 there's 171,000 registered pots in California. And the entire party boat fleet has fewer than 1600. That's from Monterey to the Oregon border. All ports we have roughly 1600 pots on the passenger for hire side. And there's 171,000 on the, on the commercial. So we'll take it as we can get it. And um, it's just been great, Sep. Uh, the real magic, they've been out uh, most days this week. There's a couple of days that we lost uh, due to a weather. But uh, fishing anywhere from 60 out to 125 feet of water it really doesn't matter. Just There's just, you know, um, Salmon Creek, Duncan Mills, the Russian River, Tamales Point, get out anywhere where you're in 60-plus feet and you're going to be finding crabs. Well, with Rock and Ling closing at the end of the month, that's going to shorten a lot of people's opportunities out there. But crab is certainly worth every bit of the effort that it takes to get out there. Drive over to Bodega Bay, go out for a couple hours on board the boat. Are you going to be running on the Real Magic, just some crab-only trips here? pretty soon yeah well when the when the weather is available for it yes um it's tough to get a full day in with the clients on a combo trip and get back in but if it's a if it's a nice weather day and we can make up some time traveling at uh at cruising speed yes jeff and uh and kim will be doing that and uh it's we got another about another month left get out enjoy it now it's you know, and if if you don't go, if you if Bodega Bay is not your harbor, Emeryville and Berkeley are are running trips. Half Moon Bay, uh, Monterey Bay, not as you know, not quite the numbers down there. Uh, they fish a lot deeper water than than what we fish, but there's just an amazing biomass of of, of crabs off the coast. And uh, with the with the with the king and and um, and apelio crabs, snow crabs shut down up in Alaska. These crabs are going to be really high in demand, and, and I foresee a time where you know they they could really hit luxury market status just due to the 
demand, the worldwide uh, demand, and the fact that our Dungeness crabs are being shipped overseas live now. So that's uh, pretty amazing. They're taking Dungeness crab from off of uh, San Francisco, putting them on a plane, and they're ending up in the Chinese and Japanese markets. So it's becoming a, a worldwide um, available commodity that's going to hit luxury status with the lack of other species around the world. Well, folks, if that doesn't make you want to get up and get on a boat, whether it's a six-pack or one of the big party boats and get out and get into the crab, you've got this opportunity before the commercial guys come. But crab season shuts down in, what, the end of June? The end of June. But it's going to be really good here into the, you know at least in, in, until New Year's. And the limit is 10. It's still uh, going to be possible. All you got to do is go out there and check your pots on a regular basis, and you're likely to get plenty of crab. You don't need, you know, 10 or 20 every time you go home, that's for sure. <laughs> Maryland does. No, after about <laughs> after about four, Maryland's starting to get turn a little pale. So I think I think four to six is about all she could handle right now. Yeah. My God, Mike, we're going to have to bail. In the hot tub. Yeah, 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 poking away with crab particles floating in the hot tub. I can get them all out of the yeah. filter in the morning. We got to run, Michael. I want to thank you for the updates on everything, and we look forward to uh, seeing your new captains of the Real Magic join us live in the studio on one of these rainy Saturdays real soon. Sounds good, Seth. Thanks. Mike Ogney, our great saltwater report every single week. We appreciate it. You guys know how it works. There's another hour right ahead. All we got to do is make this corner right here, and we're going to kick it off in just a minute with the man himself from the International Sportsman's Expositions, Mr. John Kirk, the Director of Communications. We'll be talking about seminar schedules, guests, and a whole lot of exhibitors right after this quick break. It's not over yet. Stick around for more fishing, hunting, and outdoor action in the second hour of the award-winning California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. Coming up next... From the Power Business Technology Toshiba Studios, KHTK AM and HD1 Sacramento, KYMX HD2 Sacramento. We are the home for the Kings, Raiders, the NFL, and the A's. It's Sacktown Sports, 1140. Lowrance is the leader in marine electronics design and manufacturing, and their new live series of fish finders are state-of-the-art for today's anglers and light years ahead of the competition. From entry-level finders to the most sophisticated Lowrance Electronics on the market, Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores in Manteca, Sacramento, and Fairfield have it all. And their trained sales staff will help you find the exact unit you need. Fisherman's Warehouse and Lowrance Electronics, providing sportsmen with the ultimate high-performance fish-finding features and the best possible pricing. Check out the new Lowrance Live and the full line of Lowrance products at your favorite Fisherman's Warehouse location. Quail Point Hunt Club offers sportsmen affordable upland game bird hunts starting at only $80. For pheasant, quail, and chucker on 2,000 acres of natural cover in the rolling hills near Zamora. And their new and challenging sporting clays course is one of the finest in the state. Hone your shooting skills, enjoy the day hunting the field, or start your dog on a training program. Located only 30 minutes from Sacramento and one hour from the Bay Area, Quail Point Hunt Club and Olive Hill Kennels offer California sportsmen the best in upland shooting sports. Check them out on the web at quailpoint.com. Now, here's owner David Martin. Good morning, sportsmen. Quail Point's bird season is underway. We're planting pheasants, quail, and chucker Wednesday through Sunday from 8 to 3 through March. Come out and do some day shoots or purchase a bird guard. Quail Point's a great place to bring the family. If you have young kids not ready to carry a shotgun, have them bring their BB gun and walk the field with you. 
It's a great way to work on gun safety, and it's way more fun than just walking. Take a break off and on, let them get some shots in, carry some birds in their vest, and get in on the action. If you have any questions, check out quailpoint.com or give us a call at 530-735-6217. If you spend more time telling the one that got away stories instead of showing off giant fish pictures, get to Fisherman's Warehouse and grab some gamakatsu hooks. Gamakatsu has hundreds of hooks for every technique, and Fisherman's Warehouse has the full selection. Change to the world's sharpest hooks from Gamakatsu, improve your fish catching, and end the lost fish stories. Fisherman's Warehouse in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield all carry a full selection of Gamakatsu hooks for every fishing application. Stop in today or shop online at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. The Northern California coast is ground zero for ocean king salmon fishing, and the flagship of the Eureka fleet is the vessel Shellback, owned and operated by professional angler and veteran captain Tony Sepulveda of Greenwater Fishing Adventures. On the doorstep of the best salmon fishing on the planet, usually fishing within three miles of the harbor, the entire area is the home of the state's largest Pacific halibut, too. Experience the best. Greenwater Fishing Adventures, the North Coast's most exciting guide service, offering great ocean action plus river trips for fresh water salmon steelhead and stripers too check out eurekafishing.net or call tony sepulveda now at 707-845-9588 and now more california sportsmen with seth hendrickson hey we're back and we've got lots for you coming up here in the second hour if i make it through the day with my coughing behind the scenes John Kirk from the International Sportsman's Expo is going to join us in just a minute. We'll talk about seminars. And seminar. Oh, yeah, that's coming up, huh? Oh, the ISE, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like January 19th to 22nd. Yeah. We'll also talk about some of the special exhibits. Yeah, I'll be a going? little tied up there, I have a I feeling. Then Ken will be announcing our Gun Owners of California lucky winner from the Gun Owners of California, obviously. Randy Pringle hooks up with us in our Pure Fish and Pro Staff Tip of the Week. And Kent, by the way, he's got a big taco bar party going on for the Best Bass Tournaments, guys. We could be there by, you know, the time that starts. We I'm weren't sure. invited. Oh, kind of. Oh, well, there you have it. He's made a mistake telling me what he was doing. Nate Kells from Big Nate's Guide Service is going to tell you about Berryessa and other waters that he fishes and what opportunities are out there for you in our close-to-home foothill lakes and reservoirs. Travis Morgan from Guns Fishing and Other Stuff's got some great info for you on deer season, deer season, on duck season. Ducks, and by fly. the way, Jay Lopes already dropped his bird out the there. The speck that was looking at him that, is, uh, is now sitting in the blind with him. That'll teach him to look at that. That's right. And Jeff Suhu from Suhu Sport Fishing's got some Delta Striper information. And, of course, Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News, hooks up with us live later on in the show to get you up to speed on lots more freshwater opportunities for Northern California anglers. Well, let's get hooked up with the man himself from the International Sportsman's Exposition. Mr. John Kirk joins us live this morning. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, Guy, you've got to be scrambling putting the show together and probably have a little more work this week, too. But uh, it's a big show. It's coming to town, and Sacramento is sitting here ready and waiting. Uh, I hope they are. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it is a lot of work, and... Uh, you know, it's it's what we do. So just like the captain's getting ready and uh, you guys getting ready for your show, it just takes us a freaking year to, to wind everything up to get the exhibitors in place and do the seminar schedules. And uh, thanks to you and Kent's help, we've got the schedules about ready to post in the next week or so so the guys can see it. Um, and I think we've got some new folks, some new topics, uh, and 
I'm excited about it because, uh, you know, it's it's once a year gathering uh, of all those experts and it just doesn't really happen anywhere because everybody's usually too busy. Everybody's busy right now. You know, Delta Striper fishing is, go- is off the hook. The sturgeon fishing's off the hook. Out the gate is crab, rockfish, lingcod. Everybody's going about as hard as they can on my side of the field for the California Sportsman's Theater. But on Kent and I were discussing during the breaks that his guys are all gone. They're sitting in blinds. They're, they? they're doing a lot of hunting. They're getting boats ready. Uh, they're getting new boats, you know, coming in for next season. They're making plans for next season, where they're going to go, boats. what events, rigging boats. So we're in a little, we're kind of in the down season for uh, tournament anglers. And uh, and you guys, you know, the saltwater guys are going wide open. It's it's absolutely crazy. And we've wrangled in a bunch of them this year for the ISC show. And as John said, even a couple of new ones. Remember uh, Zach Medinas doing his sturgeon seminars? Well, Virginia Salvador, his co-captain, who's also a captain, is going to be joining him again this year and doing seminars on sturgeon fishing. And, you know, sturgeon fishing is the number one thing going on right now. The more people are fishing sturgeon than anything. Every sturgeon guide is book solid. So what we've done is we've got sturgeon deep in the gate. We've got them in the bay, and we've got them in the river systems. We've got guys covering it all the way. You're going to be learning from the top pros. Zach Medinas in Virginia, Salvador with um, Gate Crasher Fishing. You've also got one of the best out there, Captain Jay Lowe's from Right Hook Sport Fishing, who's shooting. And we've got Captain Steve Mitchell with Hooked Up Sport Fishing. He's going to be doing Sturgeon 101, kind of a beginner's introduction to sturgeon fishing out there. Some great folks coming along. One of the new ones, John, that uh, you haven't said anything to me about yet, but I'm sure you will, Nate Kells from Big Nate's Guide Service. Talking about Lake Berryessa, one of the most popular trolling lakes out there with all the kokanee rainbow and even crappie and bass and everything else jumping on trollers tackle. Nate Kelsch is going to be one of the new guys. Captain Kevin Brock is back again doing seminars for us, and he'll be talking about river stripers and kings. Lots going on, John, in the California Sportsman Theater. It is, uh, and, uh, you know, it's always the the most well-attended theater of all the theaters in any of our shows. Wait, wait, something's wrong here. My headphones quit. It's what? (laughs) (laughs) It's the most attended theater. No, it has has less seats than my theater does. You're right, but mine That's why it looks more attended. But my seats have butts in them, and yours don't. Yeah, it's less, yeah, yeah, you know. You know, the Luke. fire the fire marshal hasn't come by and said, you need to clear this out so people can move around the corner, sir. I've had that happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, you want to yes, talk about have. what we're doing on the demo tank? Yeah, Let's talk ahead, about yeah. the demo tank. We do have the aquarium bass demo tank back in the show this year, Sep. And we always have an amazing display of bass from the California Delta, courtesy of the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. They go down and take great care of us uh, by bringing us just a, a great sampling of those fish. So that's a, that's a cool part. But we've got Bassmaster Elite, the only guy going to the Bassmaster Elite Series this year from California. Bryant Smith is going to be there all four days, so he's going to be hanging out with us. Jimmy Reese is going to be in for a couple of days. Randy McAbee's going to be up with his new Stealth Stick Rod Company, and Randy's going to be on the demo tank as well. Mark Lassane from Bass Angler Magazine. Luke Johns is going to be hanging out with us. You know, he's uh, uh was with us last year, and, and he's uh, – uh, one of the top Apex Cup anglers out there. Nick Cloutier, uh, another one of the top Apex Cup Tell me you've got an, an, a young high schooler or somebody coming in, too. I've, I love to see those I've guys. I've got Luke there. Johns. He's still young and started all the high school fishing here in the area. Um, so, you know, we've 
we've uh, we've we've got limited time for uh, for the tank step. We're going to do some stuff for the high school guys, but uh, man, as as uh, as the show just keeps getting bigger and bigger, uh, we have a little bit limited time. And just to make sure that nobody uh, runs past um, my record of being the longest standing seminar speaker for the International Sportsman's Expo. I'm going to climb on the tank a couple of times this year as well. Oh, man, that's no fun. Well, I just have to keep that thing out of reach. I have to have guys look at it and go, 30 how many years? Out of heck with it. He can have that record. They must not have been able to find anybody. They must, in the old days, they couldn't, if you remember correctly. Ed Rice paid Skeet Reese and I $75 a day. We did three seminars each. Yeah, I remember those days. Yeah, that's how that works. Except I was, I was doing four a day back then. Brian's probably listening to this. Seventy-five dollars a day. Come on. Yeah. Well, it was in the old days. Gas was only ninety-eight cents a gallon, so we were okay. Okay. Yeah. Those uh, those are the old yeah. days. You pay considerably better now. Skeet nowadays. and I don't work for that rate anymore. Just so you know. You know. And now I got to step on Kent again because not only did we have the people I was telling you about, we've also got Alan Fong coming in, and Alan you is gonna- stole him from the demo tank. Well, I left him open for a couple of days for you. He's going to be talking about his YouTube channel and exactly what we're covering next week on the show a little bit, just to tease you a little bit, those big swim baits and glide baits and catching 20, 30, 40-pound striper techniques, all going to be shared with our visitors to the California Sportsman Theater by Allen this week. Randy Pringle stole another one of your guys. Right. Delta stripers and black bass with the fishing instructor. He'll be talking about it too. You know, I, I kind of got a feeling about Randy being a great instructor because he actually taught me how to catch a bass. Yeah, he's he's got to be pretty good at it. He has and, to. Uh, but a lot going on. And but you know, more importantly, too, Sep is you know we have we have great seminar speakers in our in our theater in our, on our demo tank, and obviously you and I are both very proud of those both of those uh, exhibits in the show. But it's a great opportunity for some one on one time in the aisles in the booths uh, with these anglers and with these pros, and uh, you know you'll be able to uh, kind of talk in depth with them as well. So. Uh, that part's kind of cool. That's one of the best parts about it. Yeah. We got John Kirk on the phone too, you know that? I know. One of the best parts about it is all of the all the conversation that happens around the seminars. Uh-huh. That's where guys yeah. can go in there and really start getting into some nitty-gritty with a guy. And the neatest thing is the pros are all sharing the information. Yeah. They aren't you know, keeping it to the vest. One thing I do want to say, and Brian always brings it up, which I think is important and we underestimate the value is that of the many hundreds of exhibitors there, you know, some of these guys have been catching fish and catching game uh, for decades. Uh, and, and and they're experts, too. And, you know, this is the time when you can talk to somebody who owns a business or is the chief guide or something. They may not be on the tank or in the theater, but they may have a lifetime worth of knowledge. And, no, they may not be able to communicate it as smoothly and as, as well as some of your guys, but they are phenomenally knowledgeable about doing what they do, where they do it, when they do it. And if the if the you know your listeners would consider those exhibitors as experts too, because they are, you know that just makes the show even more valuable. You know they really are. And a, a point here I'd like to pound into everybody's head out there that's listening is our seminar speakers are not necessarily the best anglers in the world. Now, I happen to think that they're pretty damn good, but they aren't necessarily the best in the world. But what they do, that to me, that makes them the best in the world is they're willing to share with the listeners all of the details, everything, yeah. even down to how to cure your row best. Right. So these are the things and the opportunities where you guys can really get in and pick 
and learn from the guys. Some of the guys that are great speakers are great anglers too. But a seminar speaker has to be able to be a great speaker and a good presenter and keep the interest of the group that's out there. And that's what we do with these guys. And if you think I'm done listing all the people we've got lined up, you're crazy. How about with all the bluefin tuna off the off the coast out here? We've got senior tuna right here in Sacramento this year, bringing him up from San Diego to tell us about the great fisheries, how it's developing off the coast and could be a permanent fishery off the coast for our anglers up here. Captain James Smith, one of the most successful party boat captains on San Francisco Bay, the California Dawn, California Dawn 1 and 2. He'll be at the show giving a couple of seminars. Did and I tell you I've got Nick, the informity fisherman, on the you demo tank? You poached him from my theater, No, you, you poached him from me years ago because I bring all the cool guys. Nick, the informity fisherman, is going to be here. I've got the big Wookiee coming down from the north part of Lake Shasta. Jeff Michaels is going to be in for a day talking oh. Lake Shasta and talking big glide baits. I got the top and... kokanee guy in Northern California, James Jeff Michaels Netzels fish from Tight Lines Guide Service, coming down to share with list. Jeff Michaels fish eat those things, Sep. Well, so do we. Yeah, see how that works. So, uh, you know, the other cool part is if you're a boat buyer, you get an opportunity to visit all the all the accessory companies. You know, fish finders, go to Lawrence to see all the new fish finders. You also get a chance to talk to the pros, how you guys rig your Lund boat, Sep, how we're going to rig, uh, you know, the Rangers and the Trackers and the Nitros and all those boats over at Gone Fishing. So it's a great opportunity to find out how we actually uh, put our boats together. Well, it's uh, speaking of putting boats together, Mark Blanton right now from Gone Fishing Marine is putting my new boat together, the 22 I got to get all these numbers right. Get this: it's a 2075 fisherman it might by Lund, and knows? it's a 2023. No, what he's doing is taking my 2022, and he's going to put it in the show, and he wants to sell my boat at the show. And it's well, a, be fun. it's a great opportunity for somebody to get what I considered to be the best boat yeah. I've ever had in the 35 years I've been. Uh, getting boats and fishing on the water with them. It's a fabulous craft, and I got to tell you, Mark's going to have that for sale. at the, he, Probably for sale right now. It's still sitting in my garage, but I'm sure he'd like to get rid of it. It is in beautiful condition. There is nothing wrong with it, and I can tell you, it is the nicest boat I ever had. If you're interested in picking up Sepp's old boat, which is a brand-new 2023 with a few hours on the Doesn't engine, even smell like fish. You can get a hold of Mark at Gone Fishing Marine. <laughs> but if you want to see the whole line of all the boats, you can stop in and see it from Gone Fishing Marine at the show and all the other, all exhibitors, the other exhibitors that have got boats. Dealers. Who else is going to be out there, Ken? Oh, you know, I know we've got uh, I know we've got the guys coming down with all the heavy metal boats out of Oregon, you know, companies like Jetcraft and North River. Uh, CNC Marine will be there from uh, from Modesto and Newcastle, so we're going to have a, a great lineup of uh, of boats there, and and uh, you know it's, it's it's always fun, Sep, to get to get to see new boats. You know that's uh, Auburn Outboards usually has a great display, so well, I'll so tell we're you, looking forward to that. One of the things I'm going to be doing is really buzzing around looking at bucket list items. Yeah, and I got a bucket list at Togiak River Adventures. I got to do that one more time up in Alaska. And I hope they're at the show. If not, somebody will be there at the show that wants to fill my needs. Well, John- it's, it's January 19th through the 22nd. Put it on your calendars. A uh, couple, of, couple of, you know, clean, house cleaning items, Sep. We are not on top of the PBR in Sacramento at Golden One Center this year. Uh, you know, that's always been a factor. Oh, well, we go to PBR. Uh, we're not on top of PBR. That's actually moved into February. So we're going to miss that. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun. You guys can, uh, John, where can they get discount coupons and, uh, and all that fun stuff should be coming up available soon. 
Yeah, in the mid-month, they'll be out at uh, Big O stores and at O'Reilly Auto Parts stores, also at Fisherman's Warehouse stores. That'll be awesome, and you guys can uh, can check that out. And uh, when you get there, obviously check out the new uh, Toyota Tundra. The 2023 Toyota Tundra will be on display, and uh, and that's uh, Sep knows how cool that truck is. He gets to walk out here every Saturday and see one. Mine. Yeah, most of the uh, many of the Northern California Toyota dealers will be giving away free passes for a test drive, and that'll be coming up to mid month. Yeah, so yeah. lots of lots of opportunities to get discount. Uh, or even free passes. Uh, and, you know, the thing we haven't talked about, maybe we can do it next time, is, uh, you know, we've also got a, an incredible kayak theater, and we've got an adventure theater that's all hunting topics, and we've got a sporting dog arena where uh, we've got a bunch of new folks. But Do the dogs do seminars? They do. I and, saw that know, dog on the bush, on, on, the, on the, the bean commercial talking. I didn't know we had dogs doing seminars. So. Heck, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Well, obviously, not, we now know what we're going to be covering on next week's show. John Kirk, <laughs> the International Sportsman's Expositions Director of Communications. Thanks for joining us, I think, this morning. Kent and I thank did you. most of the talking, I have a feeling. We think he showed up. And remember, the finest, finest theater in the International Sportsman's Expo. Thank you, Kent. It's located, it. located right over there. When you walk in the door, just turn left. Yeah, it's called the California Sportsman Theater. It is. It in. is the ultimate it's, bass. You may see another smaller Aquarium seminar area as you're tank. going towards the theater. That's the bass area. Yeah, just just, just turn your tank. head and keep Those walking. There's a real fish over there. Hey, new feature for next year. It's going to be a cage match between you two guys. We've been doing it for 30 years, John. You should see us in the studio right now. It's just crazy. Nobody's won yet, John. Ken's down to shorts and a tank top. Yeah, nobody wants to see that. But, you know, we're convinced, John, that there's guys who can catch bass, and then there's a whole bunch of other anglers. That's right. (laughs) There really are. We need those guys pulling those green carp out of the lakes, making more space for our fish to go. That's right. That's right. we got to let John go, Sep. John, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again next week, and I'm sure we'll have a glorious discussion then, too. Great time, guys. Thank you so much. See you, John. Don't miss the Bye. International Sportsman's Expo coming up January 19th or the Aquarium Demo 22nd Tank. or the California Sportsman <laughs> Theater. We're going to take a quick break right now. I'm going to throttle Kent by the neck. When he comes back, he's going to tell you who the lucky winner of the Gun Owners of California was, and then we're hooking up with Randy Pringle. Not live in the blind, but he's got a great senior tuna tip for us right after this. One of the top six-pack operators in the Bay Area is Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Captain Steve's 27-foot top gun is a fishing machine loaded with all the amenities for your enjoyment, comfort, and safety. And with over 15 years of experience, Captain Steve is ready when you are. Docked in Berkeley and Martinez Marina seasonally. Hooked Up specializes in sturgeon and ocean salmon fishing. But the top gun also fishes year-round for halibut, stripers, shark, albacore, and rock cod. If it bites, we fish for Fish with the best. Captain Steve Mitchell of Hooked Up Sport Fishing. Call and book your trips at 707-655-6736. Or check the website at hookedupsportfishing.com. Isn't it time you got hooked up? Heard of Brad's complete line of super baits, cut plugs, and killer fish for salmon, trout, and kokanee? How about Brad's crankbaits for bass or stripers? You're covered with over 100 colors and sizes, running true right out of the box. Bass professionals on tour use Brad's Wigglers when searching for bass on the bike. Find Brad's products, including Made in the USA Terminal Tackle at local retailers, and check out Brad's Killer Fishing Gear on Facebook or Instagram. Committed to excellence, Brad's Killer Fishing Gear makes products for the avid fisherman and beginner alike, and all products are fisherman tested and fish approved. 
And now, more California sportsmen with Sepp Hendrickson. Well, Sepp, Mr. Brown, Sepp, how about our lucky winner? Did I, did I, did I? No, did no I? you did not. But uh, Gun Owners of California wants to know that if you feel like your private or confidential information was leaked by the California Department of Justice regarding CCW license, firearm safety certificates, and DROS, uh, you need to go to the Gun Owners of California website and uh, learn about what you need to do right away to preserve your rights. Uh, the deadline to preserve your right is December the 27th, so you need to act now. Uh, Gun Owners of California also wants to remind you of the 2023 52 guns in 52 weeks. Bought my tickets. tickets and got them already. They're available. Only $50 gives you a uh, membership into Gun Owners of California, and you might be uh, one of the lucky winners every week here on the show when we get to announce uh, who won. And winner number 49 is... Uh, Number 158, Richard Hingle of Citrus Heights. Richard, you've got a Springfield Armory St. Victor semi-auto uh, rifle in 5.56 NATO. And uh, they'll be giving you a call at uh, at uh, Gun Owners of California, sitting down to do all the proper paperwork. Their 47th year of fighting for your pro-gun uh, gun rights. Congratulations to the lucky winner there. And what they, Kent's talking about is the uh, California accidentally, we think, Posted the names of a whole lot of people that were concealed carry weapon holders and or applied for concealed and applied for it and just slapped it all over a website for a while and made it available to anybody all over the world. They claimed it was a mistake. Yeah, Uh Mm -hmm. that's why they passed that law saying that they could let out all the personal information and stuff. I believe there are some lawsuits. uh, I'm certain. I'm certain that there will be. Yeah, but that's up to between those folks and the. Government, I reckon. Absolutely. Because I don't like to get on political bandwagons about guns and assault weapons and things like that. We're sporting. That's we, right. We're talking about duck hunting. We're talking about squirrel shooting. We're talking about our basics, the yeah. purposes that we use Deer hunting, guns those for. types of things. Not that we're opposed to any of it. but uh, Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it's a fine line we have to walk in the, in the uh, media biz. And we concentrate our efforts on sporting. On sporting. Aspects, yeah. period. That's just the way it works. Well, congratulations to the lucky winner right there. And let's run the music for Mr. Pringle this morning. It's time for Pure Fishing's Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. Manufacturers of the finest in fishing tackle and related products. Turn up the volume and listen close. We're sharing tips, techniques, latest innovations, the newest products, and legendary fish catching tactics from cold water, warm water, and salt water pros. They'll tell you how they did it with a little help from their friends at Berkeley, Penn, Abu Garcia, and Shakespeare. All you have to do is pay attention and then go fishing. And joining us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week is the man himself, Randy Pringle, the owner of Best Bass Tournaments. And the fishing instructor. Good morning, Randy. Hey, guys. Good morning. Good morning. And I hope you guys had a good turkey day. You can tell by how loud he's talking. He he's is not miles in a duck blind. from a blind right now, can't you? Yep. Not in a duck blind today. Yeah, you know, I would love to have been. Uh, the guys were all calling me up saying, oh, dude, you should see the birds. I'm going, I do. It's yeah. like those little birds that are across the top of your head when you when you get knocked, knocked out when you're a kid. You know, <laughs> over the top of your head. Those are the birds that I only see. Well, it's a shame. You had a good hunt last week, though, didn't you? I did. Saturday was great, and then Sunday just fell apart. The wheels came off the bus. They didn't go round and round. It was uh, in in the grasslands. The Sundays, there's not a lot of as many clubs that are open 
Um, a lot of them just shoot the Wednesdays, Saturdays. And uh, very few clubs shoot all seven days. And uh, it's kind of like that written law out there. Everybody tries to work together so that birds stay in the grasslands. And uh, so we shoot the Saturday, Sunday, and a Wednesday. And the club next to us does not shoot the Wednesday. So they're basically a refuge. <laughs> so it really pays off you guys working together for mutually beneficial results, aren't you? You know, it's, it is exactly that. You know, when, when people come up to me and go, do you eat those ducks? Oh, duck piccata, uh, duck spaghetti, duck poppers, duck barbecue. You know, we do, we enjoy it, my wife and I, and would invite friends over and you cook a, a an animal that you harvest. And I know it's political, but when you harvest it, I don't let anything go. I work my rear end off with my dog, Birdie, and we will find that bird. And we work hard to find each and every bird. And we do not, and I repeat, we do not shoot over our limit. It's, it is a golf game that is out in the in mother nature. And what I mean by golf game, you've got to trust the people you're playing with, and they're not cheating. You're not cheating. Well, Randy, the opportunities for this year's duck hunting is certainly looking brighter with the weather and everything that's coming in right now. Uh, rains that are coming in, that's all going to put more birds down on the ground, and uh, hopefully they'll be holding for a while and hanging around. What are your expectations? You know, the it, it is. And, and I really I wish, you know, and California, hear me hard. These are natural resources we have with our water. And I know it's very political with water nowadays, but so many things need the water to live, and it's important that we we get them from the the north of the state all the way to the south of the state, and not change their livelihood of of how they live and how they breathe and how they feed. And when you don't have the water for multiple reasons, um, it's just hard on them. And we want those birds to flow through our system to migrate through to create more for the future, for the futures, the futures. And if we don't have that water and those systems in place, which they're broken down pretty much, we're going to have a lot of problems. But that's the system we want, and we'll, we'll all work together to get better, uh, hopefully. Well, Randy, the uh, Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week sounds like you're heading towards Hodgman to me. You know, <laughs> going south, <laughs> you know, I got a great one. You know, I was thinking about the other day, and I was sitting after getting off the water last week, and then I was talking to somebody, and then uh, uh, this week I was going to be at Fisherman's Warehouse looking forward to it, and then my roof had water uh, leakage. Uh, leaves got backed up on my chimney backside. Water rushed up upwards. They call it, uh, um, there's a term they use, but anyway, um the key I noticed that people are talking about is the drop shot technique because you're keeping the bait in the strike zone. We were doing the same thing. And pure fishing tip of your week is keeping the scent in the strike zone, and that's with your Berkeley power baits. I'm using a general 5-inch and or a uh, any straight tail worm. We make several of them. Everybody's got their favorite, um, but the general has been working. And all I'm doing is dead sticking it. 
And anybody that knows anything about fishing, can't. you're right there. Nobody, nobody likes to dead stick. But if you allow that bait to sit there, let that power bait flow through the water, that Mr. Bass or Mrs. Bass will come over and investigate, go suck it in. But too many people say this. I don't like drop shotting. I want to do something like this. I want to do this. I want to power fish. Well, with this weather change, they're not eating it. So your pure fish tip of the week is fish slow. And if you're not fishing slow enough, take a look at your hook. If your hook's got rust on it, you're fishing it slow. And your power bait has got to sit in the water and not move. Don't move the general. Let it soak, baby. Let it soak. Let it put that scent out all around that area. They'll draw them right to it right to it and it's it's so important whether you're using the max scent or the power bait both of them will do the deal and it's been better than having no fish at all because i talked to a couple guys that fished last week and they go well i just didn't want to fish the drop shot i just didn't want to fish that way well good well there you go you got nothing folks congratulations he just, he just laid it out to you the way it should be conditions dictate how you should be fishing it's that simple. Randy, thanks for hooking up with us in the Pure Fishing Pro Staff Tip of the Week. Good luck on your hunt next week. I look forward to talking to you then live from the blind. It should be very good. All right. Thank you, guys. You guys have a great time. You do the same, my friend, and thank you. Have a great party out there today. I know he's got a big celebration for the Best Bass Tournament gang out there today. Big taco bar for the family. Have a great time. Yeah, we're, we're, in, we're getting ready to enjoy some time. Excellent. Have a great day out there, my friend. He's going to have some fun, no question about it. All his cronies from Best Bass Tournament showing up. Hey, let's go real quick to our next guest, Bingo. Let's go to Nate Kels with Big Nate's Guide Service. We're, as we're running out of time here, I need to definitely talk to him because I know I want to plan to sneak away in the next week or so between these rainstorms that are coming in. Let's hook up live with a man right now, Nate Kels with Big Nate's Guide Service. Good morning, Nate. Hey, good morning, sir. Well, you're taking a deserved day off the water, and I don't blame you. It looks like we're going to have quite a bit of rain come through today. What's been going on oh, at Berryessa? I hope so. I hope so. What's hey, been going uh, Bar- on at Berryessa and many of the other lakes that you fish, too? Well, Berryessa's been good for the crappie and bass. Uh, no kings, no trout this week. Um, we've been out of Comanche. Rainbow trout fishing's been really, really good. Um, you know, the bites uh, where we're in that winter pattern and and the bite's been really good all over the place. Well, winter pattern does make a difference. From the top to the bottom, you're going to have fish scattering around. There's going to be some up in the top few feet of water. There's going to be some hanging down there, downriggerable for that matter, too. But uh, how about at some of your other foothill lakes, some of the other lakes that you target, too? We concentrate a lot on Berryessa because it's in my backyard, and I want to know everything everybody knows about it. But what about some of your other foothill lakes? Well, we've been out at Comanche. Um, Comanche's been really good for the trout. Uh, We've been fishing top 20 feet. Um, Trolling around, we've been going fast. We've been going slow. Uh, We had to trip out there yesterday. Um, We we had to start off really slow to get fish, and then all of a sudden we had to speed up to about three miles an hour with speedy shiners, uh, spoons, Rapalas, you know, to, uh, to knock out our limits. But, hey, the bite's been good. It's red hot. Any particular colors or scents that help you catch those fish? Anything bright. Uh, chartreuse, orange, fire tiger, th- those are all the best colors right now. And you think everything's holding in the top 20? Definitely in the top 20. 
Well, I'll tell you what, folks. Foothill Lakes is your target this time of year. It's close to home. It's going to cost you a little bit less in gas. You drive to them or you hire a guide and go out and fish with them for the day. It's close to home. You can get back home in a reasonable amount of time and have great fisheries. Many of these fisheries are stocked heavily for you, both by the California Department of Fish and Wildlife and private planters out there. And I understand they've been putting lightning fish over in Comanche also. So there's great opportunities to catch some of those big, beautiful trout, too. I wish they put those lightning trout in the lake. Um, Unfortunately, they only put them in the pond at uh, Comanche. That's right. That's right. Well, Nate, give them all the hookup information they need for Big Nate's Guide Service so they can find out more about what you offer, the lakes that you fish, and the opportunities out there for them to go with you. Thanks, Seth. Uh, now we're at Comanche and Berryessa. Comanche for uh, for rainbow trout, Berryessa for crappie, bass, pretty much anything that swims in the lake. Um, you can contact me at 916-860-9180, or you can find me online at Big Nate's Guide Service at uh, Facebook. And uh, we'll get you out there. It's it's go time. Nate Kels with Big Nate's Guide Service. Don't miss the opportunity for a quality experience with a quality guide. Nate, thanks for hooking up with us. We'll talk to you again real soon. Thanks, Todd. All right, take care. Hey, it's about time for Get a Clue. Where's Marilyn? Get a Clue. Get a Clue is brought to you by Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville, your one-stop destination for everything for the great outdoors. The next time you're heading along the Highway 80 corridor, either west to the bay for stripers, sturgeon, or halibut, or east to your favorite lake or place to hunt, stop by the number one fishing and hunting destination just off the freeway, Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff in Vacaville. Whether you're looking for firearms, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, or the latest rods and reels from the top manufacturers, tackle, fishing gear, or bait, you can be sure that guns, fishing, and other stuff will have it in stock. And now, here's today's Get a Clue. Hi, this is Marilyn. Hey, Christmas is coming up fast. Are you ready with the perfect gifts for those that matter? Well, maybe not yet. So if you're still looking, check out local sporting goods and tackle stores. And check with our sponsors that you hear about on our shows. They've all got plenty to choose from. Fishing and hunting accessories can please any outdoors person. Another idea... Licenses are great gifts and certainly appreciated. And if you just can't find the ideal item, gift cards can be the answer. Another idea, trips throughout the year with fishing or hunting guides are always a welcome surprise. And so are subscriptions to outdoor magazines. The best part, all of this can be done from your computer. Head to the internet and start checking. Get with it and make someone very happy. Get a clue. Take care of yourself. Stay safe and well. Till next week. You've driven past it for the last time. Now discover California's sportsman store that has it all at the right price. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville. The first floor is dedicated to fishing and hunting gear, attire, and ammunition. But upstairs, it's a shooter's dream come true. With all the top shotguns, rifles, pistols, gear, and accessories you'll ever need, including an indoor shooting range to hone your skills. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff your outdoors destination of choice. Just off Highway 80 at the Alamo exit in Vacaville. Stop by soon or check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com.
Get a clue. Founded in 1958, Daiwa is considered to be one of the best rod and reel manufacturers in the world. And Fisherman's Warehouse Mega Stores stock the entire line of Daiwa products. That's why seasoned anglers select Daiwa's popular precision casting reels with and without built-in line counters. The Lexa 100 is perfect for trout and salmon trollers. And the Lexa 300 is top choice when trolling stripers and other large game fish. Whether trolling for your favorite game fish or searching the depths for your next trophy catch, Daiwa has the perfect reel. See the entire lineup from Daiwa at all Fisherman's Warehouse mega stores in Sacramento, Manteca, and Fairfield. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Seth Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show. California's largest sportsman's expo is back, January 19th at Cal Expo. Get to your next adventure in style. You'll find the best selection of boats, ATVs, campers, and accessories, all at special prices. See Toyota's powerful Tundra. This is the place to discover your next adventure, your life outdoors at the International Sportsman's Expo, January 19th through 22nd at Cal Expo in Sacramento. More info at sportsexpos.com. Ready to shop at a well-stocked hunting, fishing, and outdoor store? Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville has everything you need for the great outdoors. Hunting and fishing gear, guns and ammo, and plenty of camo for you hunters. They're loaded with fishing gear and all the accessories and outdoor apparel for the entire family. And now, here's the guy that hears it all over the counter with General Manager Travis Morgan. Good morning, Mr. Morgan. Good morning, gentlemen. How is it going on this nice, wet day? Well, I thought you'd be uh, thanking God that it's such a nice, wet day out there, all your duck hunting friends. Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out why I'm doing this and not out duck hunting myself. Well, that's kind of a wonder I had myself, too. Why in the world are you? You should be at least sitting out by a pond in your backyard. Yeah, well, Mama won't let me shoot those ones. Well, Mama don't know. Send her shopping. Well, she's getting ready to go. Well, you should be getting ready to go, too, and we're not talking shopping. Tra- yeah, I get to go to work. Travis, down the store. Travis, what is this weather going to do for our duck hunters out there? Uh, if my predictions are correct, it's going to make a great season. If this weather stays like this and cold, it's going to start chasing what ducks are left out of the north down to us, and it should open it wide open and have some fantastic shoots. Well, are they going to come down and settle down here, or are they going to just stop for a brief visit and haul butt down south? Uh, I think you'll stop. I don't think it's cold enough to push them any further than us. So that's what I, I believe. Some of the uh, good portion of the valley ducks will, of course, they'll go on down to uh, Los Banos, where they're normally from the teal and stuff like that, but the big ducks are probably all going to stay up here is what I believe in uh, with this nice cold weather. It's not too cold. It's not too warm. It's just about perfect. Well, as I was driving in this morning, I noticed there were several places on the side of the road that normally don't have water sitting on them that are flooded right now. So I think somebody's pre-anticipated a lot of this coming in, and uh, we've got some more fields that are flooding up a bit. Yeah, they are. I've talked to a couple of clubs that are actually going to get water who weren't going to get water this year. So because these rains coming in, they're going to allow them to have water. So they should have it. Once they flood up, they'll be good to go. You know, 
the old club we used to have, I drove by on Thursday when I went to Dublin and got to look at it, and they're flooded out, and they had a bunch of ducks sitting on the pond. Well, Travis, something that everybody ought to be thinking about is uh, not only do we have duck season this year, we've got extended goose seasons and everything that really drag out our season and make it last well into January. But with the 10-day waiting period, if anybody's thinking about a new shotgun or a new duck or goose gun, they better get moving. That's right. If you're looking for that Christmas present, and I talked to a young lady the other day who's looking for one for her son, you got to get down to the store. you got to be there before the 14th and early in the morning of the 14th because December 24th, we're going to close at 4 o'clock so we can all go to our families. So you got to be there before the 14th, get the registration done so you can have the gun for that Christmas present at home. Well, Travis, one of the things that I kind of wonder about is, is there a general gun just for goose? Do they need a different one, or is the gun that they're using for duck season, is that going to work? I mean, I mean if they, if they can they shoot can... three and a half and shoot mile high. Well, uh, guys, uh, a single gun will work. You, like you said, you can shoot uh, Beretta A400, for example, and shoot two, two, three quarters, three inch, and three and a half. I don't shoot any three and a half, so I don't care what I shoot. That hurts too much. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Uh, I use uh, the three inch, but I, what I do is upgrade my ammo. I go to the heavy metal or heavy steel or something like that instead of straight steel, and it seems to work wonders for me. But that everybody's a little different. What size shot do you use? I use two and threes, or just about everything. Yeah. And I use some fours for ducks. Well, I'm sure you've got it in stock out there. That's the main thing right now. And, folks, we can't remind you enough if you're interested in a firearm, either for your goose hunter, duck hunter, or even the kid in the family with a little plinker, you better get down there and get them ordered now, get it purchased, and do your 10-day waiting period so you can get it on time for Christmas. That's right. And we got a big two-page ad coming out on December 7th in the – Fairfield, Daily Republic, and then it'll hit all the other papers on Thursday. So check that out. It's a real big ad. It'll run for a week and a half, and then we'll have something else come out, and then it's Christmas time. Well, and we'll be talking about great Christmas gift ideas with you on the show here in the next few weeks, too. Travis Morgan at Guns, Fishing, and Other Stuff with our over-the-counter segment. Thanks for hooking up with us today, bud. We appreciate it. No problem, guys. You have a great week. I'll see you at the store. You got it. Take care. Roll it. Guns, fishing, and other stuff. You'll find everything you need and more on the shelves of their two big stores in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road and in Dublin at 6705 Amador Plaza. Don't miss the deals at Guns, fishing, and other stuff, and be sure to check them out on the web at gunsfishing.com. And now, more California sportsmen with Seth Hendrickson. You know, it works a Press lot button, better Seb. when you push the button. Press the button, Seth. And then your headphones start falling off right. your head. We've got it together. 26 years on the radio, and we finally got it figured out. I'm going to push this button and bring up our next guest. Isn't that amazing how it works? Joining us right now is our good friend Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing. He's been out Delta Striper fishing this week. Let's see what he's up to today. Good morning, Captain. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Today we're just sitting at home. That's a good thing to do every now and then. You know, you got to plan a day out there. I talk to so many guides that go out and they work, you know, the entire season, seven days a week, sometimes doing double trips, just going crazy, burn themselves out and don't care if they ever catch another fish again until the next season comes rolling around. It's really important for a guide to make a break in his week, isn't it? 
That's it. That's it. We had originally marked the weekend off to go to Reno, but we didn't want to deal with the weather that came up. So we're off this weekend. I don't blame you. Well, Jeff, what's going on with Delta Stripers out there? Everybody's chasing them right now. Some guys are tossing big swim baits. Other guys are just they're drifting live bait out there for them. What are you seeing? What are you hearing? You know, we're drifting live bait, and, and it's fishing's been fantastic, you know. I wouldn't stay in an area too long. You know, we're seeing the fish. We're either seeing massive groups of fish under the boat or we're seeing them here and there. But when I see them here and there, we're picking them off as we see them. You know, we'll mark a couple fish and, the you know, the boat, the rods will go off. And, you know, if you don't see any fish, just keep moving. Is this cooler water and rain going to open their mouths a little wider? You know what? They've been opening their mouth for us this whole time, so... Nothing's changed for us, you know, for the exception with one or one or two slow days when the water temperature really dropped fast. Fishing's been really good, really, really good, I have to say. Damn shame for captains with really good fishing this time of year. This is a great opportunity time for folks to get out and get on the water. And it's a little between the storms here because we got about a week of off and on weather right here. But there are opportunities to get out. Jeff Fish is relatively close to home. He doesn't travel great distances out there because you don't need to where he fishes. And he's concentrating on stripers right now. And it is a great bait fish to get on there. One of the things that I really enjoy, you're you're live bait drifting, and I enjoyed that for many, many years. But one of the things that I really enjoyed about it is the variety of sizes that are available out there. Are you finding all schoolie sizes, or are you realizing that if you fish a little over here or a little shallower, you're catching some big toads too? No, you know, we're not seeing a whole lot of, in all honesty, we're not seeing a lot of, a lot of those big fish this year. Uh, for whatever reason, we have not. We're seeing all schoolies, maybe up to 10 pounds, and, and that's that's the whole truth. Uh, I don't know what's going on with those bigger fish. I don't even hear the guys throwing the big glides or topwater getting a lot of fish, you know. The guys throwing the jigs are getting a lot of fish, but I don't hear many people getting the, the big bites. Well, it's really a different, with the water situations, everything is so different. A lot of situations, a lot of techniques that we've used in the past aren't even appropriate right now. But this live bait drifting that you're doing out there with mudsuckers seems to be obviously the key to it all. Have those things come down in price yet? Oh, no. It's even harder to get now. They were, you know, the trappers are getting like, they're sending their gear and they're they're probably getting, you know, maybe a dozen to maybe two dozen a night. So they're not even going, you know, they're... They thought another wave of mudsuckers would push up, but that's not the case. Well, my guess is there'll be a bunch of jumbo shad being used here before long. Oh, the the, the, the stripers are loaded with shad, loaded with shad, loaded with baby stripers. You know, that's mainly what I've seen in them. I haven't seen them with bluegills or split tails, just, just crawdads, shad, and, and little stripers is what they're loaded with. Well, let's hope that it continues and they keep loading up so that you and your clients can go out there and just knock the snot out of them having a great day on the water in the Delta. Jeff, give them all the hookup info they need so they can get out there and share in the action. Hey, you can check us out at com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Suhu Sport Fishing, or give me a call on 925-899-4045. Uh, we're sold out for the rest of the month, but if they keep biting, we'll fish into January until they stop. You'd best. 925-899-4045 if you're into live bait drifting Delta Stripers. Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing is the guy to call. Give him that number one more time, Jeff. It's 925-899-4045. You enjoy your, enjoy your weekend off and dream of big stripers hitting your lures and baits tonight, okay? Oh, I'm going to take off, I think. There's no wind. I'm going to go 
fish for a few hours. Oh, have, <laughs> have some fun then, Jeff. Enjoy it. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. Jeff Suhu with Suhu Sport Fishing. You know, he's a great guy, and uh, he'll be one of our seminar speakers eventually, I am certain, on the tanks out there. We're just getting to know him and uh, Nate Kelsch and a couple of new guys that we're working with and some guys that we're introducing to Mark Blanton at Gone Fishing Marine as guys that might want to work out of their place. Yeah, it's always fun we get to get some new blood around. It certainly is. And speaking of new blood around, I'm really honored to have Kevin Brock coming back doing seminars with us. That's the not new Sports blood. Show. That's crusty old guy now. It's crusty old guy. Ah, it's it's awesome ZZ Brock now. ZZ Brock's awesome to have Kevin back at the show. Yeah, Kevin is always sharing information and very willing to be totally upfront with everybody, whether it's uh, stripers or king salmon. He's going to cover both subjects in our seminars this year. Well, our next guest is the man himself from Western Outdoor News. We're going to go to him live right now and hook up with Mr. Dave Hurley, the editor at Western Outdoor News. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, gentlemen. I really enjoyed you guys trying to one-up each other on the uh, seminar <laughs> speak, but I think I got you. I think I got you beat. I uh, have been asked to introduce the women's kayak panel at the Kayak Theater for the uh, ISD and. You know, I'm really excited to uh, bring on board uh, Annie Nagel, who's going to be one of the top saltwater women kayakers. And Virginia Salvador, you talked about earlier, the surgeon kayaking and saltwater as well. And then also Claire Rickaball of Jackson Kayak. So that's going to be happening on Saturday. And uh, I know you guys threw out a lot of really big names there, but I was pretty excited to be able to. We're going to have that uh, and uh, kayaking is a great sport for women you know, to get involved. You know, kayaking, yep. all, all I've heard for the last three or four or five years is kayak, kayak, kayak. And now all it's I'm huge. seeing is it's just off the hook it's with huge. these things. There's this guy, I don't know how many people even follow him around, Moomoo Outdoors that I follow. And he is a kayaker out in the saltwater. This guy makes bass fishermen look like pansies. He's out there with his fish hang- legs hanging over the side, catching fish, watching sharks swim under his boat. I'm not into that personally. Yeah, negative. They don't make a kayak big enough for my fat body. That's a fact. California Dawn 2 is about as small yeah, kayak that, as that, I want to be and in. And if, if I got to look at a shark, I want to be on the Dawn 2. Right. <laughs> well, well, that's going to be a great event. Uh, I'm really glad to see uh, ISC is bringing in, you know, a very diverse group. And we have some new speakers. They're actually, they've spoken before, but it's going to be exciting. One other thing, uh, I really was glad that you had Randy on there. What he said is very true. Many times I've tried to uh, push the envelope by doing something that the fish don't want, but that was a great message he gave. You know, you got to do what the fish want to do. And speaking of that, we uh, it, you know, I sound like a broken record. I mean, Comanche, Amador, and Collins Lake are planting, and those are three really lo- good locations to go from the bank right now, especially within a couple days of the plant. Comanche's getting crowded. People are trolling there now. Close to home, good fishing, easy to get to. You don't have to drive in the snow, and you don't even have to launch a boat. You can fish from shore at every one of those places. Exactly, but they're using their grubs now. They're using those. Steps grubs have always been the top top, uh, offering there, but now with this water getting cold like it has, and yesterday was freezing. Today was quite a bit warmer. I was kind of excited to walk outside and not see my windshield iced up. But um, it, uh, those fish are on the top now. They're in the top 10 feet. So that's our, my favorite time to be out there. I love when they hit that long line. So trout, trout trolling. Uh, we got some ice forming on the lakes now, too. Yeah, I would Lake imagine Davis the is, edges are getting a little sharp and hard. That's for sure. Yeah, Lake Davis has been uh, 
Uh, I'm sure after that cold last night, it'll be interesting to see what's going on at Pyramid. I'm sure all those cutthroats are coming in very close to shore now. Oh, yeah. Shallow water time. If the sun's shining, they're going to be in five feet of water. Tahoe continues to be outstanding for Mackinac. You're not going to get the big ones there, but you're going to get the numbers. And uh, those guys, are they're done with their spawn. They're working, uh, you know, 160, 180 feet. Just find the shelves. And they're ready to eat there. There's such a biomass of Mackinac on that lake. It's it's incredible. And we have some good news. I know JD's done a lot of work on uh, Taylor Creek, but it sounds like those those kokanee made it up, and we're going to have a spawn there. So in three years, that lake's going to have kokanee again. In addition, you know, for every year. So this was, you know, the last couple of years have been a little touch and go, but it's exciting. Mother and Nature no bad- seems to always figure out a way. You know, in Kent, there's even a few bass in Lake Tahoe that like those kokanee, believe it or not. There are. He caught a, I know it's hard to believe that there's bass in that lake, but J.D. caught one in the Keys last year where it's a little bit warmer. So Oh, there's a lot of know, them in the Keys, actually. We know those bass love the kokanee. You know, those they go down really nice. You know where else so, there's bass, bass were caught for a long time? Eagle Lake. Yeah. There's probably might still be a few in there. It had turned into a bass fishery many, many years ago, and they tried to eradicate them, gave it the best effort. And uh, I haven't seen one in 20, 30 years out of there, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's still a couple swimming around in that water. I'm sure. And and that, you know, I mean, those lakes like that, like Stampede, you know, I mean, there's a lot of those lakes that have uh, have bass in them. Absolutely. And nobody talks about them. And when they... That's usually a big one, too. Well, they don't talk about it for a reason. That's why they didn't talk about uh, Whiskey Town. Bullard's Bar, Whiskey Town. For a long time. Yeah, they flew under the radar for a long time. And bass fishermen just keep their mouths shut normally. Normally. They don't share a whole lot. Yeah, the Bullard's deal got out just because the fish were so big, they had to show somebody. Yeah. Exactly. But boy, they sure have been keeping a tight tight lip on bullards this year. I can tell you that. Yeah, it's and it's it hasn't been as good as it. You know, it it had a lot of pressure, but uh, you know, some of those lakes are are uh, are definitely like that. And there's still some gems, you know, throughout the foothills in the Sierras that uh, the guys are still doing that on, but they're absolutely not talking about. It. Oh no, they're not talking. A topaz actually has some big bass in it too, which is really interesting as well. Yeah. So yeah. You know, and those bass fishing has really improved in the last couple of weeks. You know, those fish are down deep. Uh, Don Pedro has picked up. Maloney's is picking up. McClure is picking up. So there's some really good things happening right now. No, we, we need that cold weather. and the Everything water you're enough. talking about is foothill or lower. Yeah. And, and that's the opportunity, folks. Easy travel, easy commute to them, easy getting in and out, and no weather, no snow, or any of that on your launch ramp. So, uh they become really your go-to places. When Marilyn and I lived in the Bay Area, we were targeting San Pablo Reservoir a couple of times a week out there. Right. Just because it's so beautiful and a wonderful place to fish. And not far from you, Dave, over there in Berkeley. I mean, in Oakland. No. No, not far at all. In fact, we got Temescal there. We got Chabot. We got uh, San Pablo's closed right now. But they're planting all those Bay Area lakes. And those are great places to take kids. Oh, yeah. And great places for adults, too. I'm sorry. But it's a... When you're a busy person and you go to work or you get off early and you want to do some fishing, you can slide over there and have a great time on the water. It's hidden between two highways in a beautiful little valley, and you think you're in a different world when you're there. You don't realize that 80s on one side and yeah, 680s on the other. Exactly. Well, Dave, we, gotta, we have to bail out of here, but I know they can always look forward to reading more about what you have to say in Western Outdoor News, but we appreciate you right here on California Sportsman every week. 
Thanks a lot, you guys. Have a great day. Dave, Bye now. Dave Hurley, the editor of Western Outdoor News. Kent, we got a minute left, and uh, I'm looking forward to the show being here so I can go out and be a, a visitor at the yeah. show for a little bit. I want to see the show this year. I'm going to make that my bucket list for the show. Actually, I want to walk the whole it. show. Yeah, I don't know we about the got whole to do that show. in a long time. It's been know, five but... years since I've been out of C and D, or the pavilion and building right. C, and that's it. Yeah, people don't realize we get pinned. We get pinned to a booth. We don't get to see the whole show sometimes. Yeah, we're talking to guests at the show. We're also doing yeah. Kent's running one way on the half hour. I'm running the other way on the hour, right. doing introductions and everything. It's a busy place for us, but it's a lot of fun, and I know it's very rewarding to the visitors. And I want to be a visitor this year too. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. I think I might uh, try to go get that uh, get that new boat wet. I'm going to try to. Help Mark Blanton sell my boat. Gone Fishing Marine. Get a hold of Mark Blanton if you're looking for a 2022-2075 fisherman that is the finest boat I've ever fished in. Be available starting today at Gone Fishing Marine. I want to thank you all for listening and being here with us and putting up with us. And I hope you'll join us again right here for the same thing next week. Till then, this is Seth. Tide Lines, everybody. We'd like to know what you'd like to hear on California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass. For more information on fishing and hunting, guided trips, and more, visit us on the Internet at seps.com. California Sportsman and Ultimate Bass, productions of Seps Outdoors Incorporated, leading the way in outdoor entertainment. Join us next week from 5 to 8 a.m. for another Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors.